Welcome to BR in Education. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another exciting episode of VR in Education. In today's episode, I'm going solo. I'm going to hop up on my soapbox for a few minutes to talk about how we sustain this amazing momentum I believe VR has established over the last year or so as we enter 2021. I know most of us are waiting with bated breath for the COVID-19 vaccine to roll out around the world and put an end to the virus that has caused a global decline in how we carry out our daily lives. There's a, a new sense of shared hope and optimism that this vaccine will steer our society into a positive direction and hopefully catapult us into times of prosperity, growth, and then ultimately happiness. This seemingly magical formula, the vaccine, carries a lot of responsibility in such a small little syringe. History has shown that there has always been these catastrophic ups and downs in our lives. And it is the lessons I believe that we learn along the way that help us prevent any repeat occurrences. Virtual reality has had its own ups and downs. The old days of VR in the 1990s saw godfathers like Jaron Lanier and others, of course, spark interest and curiosity in this powerful new immersive technology, only to have it die out faster than you can say Lawnmower Man 2. More recently, thanks to entrepreneurs like Palmer Lucky, who of course invented the first Oculus VR headset, we've seen an exciting second wave of VR. The challenge with many emerging technologies like VR is of course sustainability. How do we prevent a decline in the uptick in the popularity of VR so that it becomes this ubiquitous tool similar to how we might use our cell phones? Well, the answer might come in the form of what I call an anti-vaccine. <laughs> Ironically, unlike COVID, the COVID-19 virus, which we hope will die a quick death with the introduction of a vaccine, in the next few months around the world, what might we do to continue this enthusiasm and spread of VR in homes and learning institutions around the world? Well, here's my formula for an anti-vaccine to prevent in 2021 the decline of VR and more importantly, VR in education. Number one, use VR to learn big ideas. Many educational systems still seem focused on curricula that emphasize facts and content knowledge. Facts and dates will fill students' brains at a rapid pace 
in a large number of schools around the world. Yet, alas, parents and employers are wishing students had deeper thinking and soft skills that would better prepare them for a changing and ultimately unpredictable world like we've seen this year. Learning institutions need to move beyond being places where content is delivered and then consumed, and they need to become locations where students learn how to process, how to create, analyze, and how to make sense of content in order to explore ideas like systems thinking, identity, adaptation, and change. A growing number of VR experiences are emphasizing this conceptual understanding by providing experiences that are fact agnostic, which means we don't need a prescribed set of knowledge content to dive into the learning experience. Physics puzzle experiences like Fantastic Contraption and Gadgeteer help students apply their understanding in novel and unfamiliar situations. These are great examples, and I challenge content developers to continue to focus on the big ideas that make the VR experience not necessarily pinned to a specific fact or date, but more open-ended to allow for divergent thinking. Number two, Embrace well-intended VR games as a legitimate form of learning. I believe goal-driven games can be engaging and highly educational. Several VR games require the player to learn and think in ways in which they're not always adept. From understanding systems and game mechanics to communicating as a team in a multiplayer co-op environment, VR games have much to offer users as it pertains to broad learning outcomes. For example, the VR game loved by many of my students, Akron, Attack of the Squirrels, is a great game to enhance group work and teamwork skills. We've all heard the saying, two heads are better than one, and it takes a village to raise a child. Working effectively as a team is an essential part of our society and an important and lofty goal for schools and curricula. Group dynamics can be tricky, but with explicit practice, people can improve their group skills. Akron Attack of the Squirrels is like a modern-day version of Capture the Flag. In this multiplayer experience, one player in VR takes on the role of this ancient giant tree, and it's the sole protector of these golden acorns. Meanwhile, up to two to eight frenemies, we call them, can grab their iOS or Android phones or devices to become rebel squirrels. And it's their job to, to do anything to steal these golden acorns using an arsenal of unique abilities. Cooperation and strategy amongst the team of squirrels is paramount to playing the game Akron. Again, I challenge 
educational institutions to use and think of the merit behind many of these games like Akron or Keep Talking and No One Explodes to enhance and make the learning within schools and institutions engaging, fun, and again linked to big ideas. Number three, the third anti-vaccine characteristic to keep VR going in 2021 is to develop a dedicated platform or warehouse for VR learning applications. Currently, there are several platforms or places available that have curated VR entertainment applications. Steam, the Oculus Store, and Viveport are examples of these. However, the focus of these places is on, as I said, entertainment and not necessarily education. If you're an educator looking for content within these sites requires spending a lot of time hunting for the for the connection and the quality learning engagement. Furthermore, there lacks a robust and dedicated community of people who can give us advice, maybe lesson plans and resources, and support for the educational content that might be somehow hiding in the weeds of these platforms. The VR and education community needs its own dedicated platform of quality VR content aligned to learning outcomes and support the needs of the global educational community. I recently reached out to SideQuest, which I believe might be a fantastic place to start to build a reputable warehouse for educators to go to find VR-aligned experiences and applications that fit with lesson plans, curricula, and educator reviews. Number four, make it easier for students to create their own amazing VR experiences. Two of the most popular developer applications used to create immersive experiences for VR are Unity and Unreal Engine. Alas, there's a steep learning curve to become competent enough to use these platforms for truly engaging in highly interactive content. It is essential that the VR community provides applications that make creating content powerful yet simple. More advanced developer methods like having users in the VR experience interact with objects like picking them up and throwing them and responding to them, infusing AI into characters, and then even adding sound and haptics. These methodologies would pave the way for students to come up with some compelling VR narratives, create empathy like never before, and of course, given how students work in today's world, maybe even change the world. Again, though, programming these and making them part of an easy drag-and-drop experience within Unity and Unreal Engine isn't quite yet possible. However, there, there is promise in this area. Companies like Metaverse, which is a relatively easy to use application, I invite you to check out M-E-T-A 
rse.com and zoe.com again another promising application which allows participants and young developers to create fairly compelling experiences with little to no understanding of advanced coding or programming techniques and I hope that the curve and the trend in 2021 is more applications like this which allow us again to make not just static VR experiences but really interactive and compelling VR experiences with little to no understanding and a very low bar when it comes to entering VR development. Number five, my final formula for an anti-vaccine which will allow VR to flourish in homes and places in 2021 is to have institutions consider offering what's called digital twin platforms as an alternative learning environment. A digital twin is a virtual replica of the physical world. So this can range from mock-ups of cars to a full-scale model of your house, all captured volumetrically and then put into the digital world which could be used as a VR experience. Digital twin schools or campuses can be created to offer more opportunity for students to learn above and beyond the physical world. Online learning with Zoom, as we found out, is just uninspiring, yet online learning in a VR environment can be highly immersive, engaging and often more enjoyable. As discussed in my previous podcast with Michael McDonald, there are things that you can do in the VR world that just would not be possible teaching in a physical classroom. For example, as Michael talked about field trips to volcanoes and underwater adventures can be part of your lesson plan. These amazing contexts, which can be designed in VR as a digital add-on, could be part of our everyday lessons in a digital twin campus. Steve Grubbs and Victory XR are doing some amazing things related to this. You should check them out at victoryxr.com. So in conclusion, I want to share a quote from a book I was reading by Brennan Spiegel called VRX. He said, A VR headset is like a syringe. Both are merely devices that deliver a therapy. The device itself is unimportant. It's what passes through that matters. And when we think about and ruminate on this quote, as people begin to anxiously roll up their sleeves and accept their doses of the COVID-19 vaccine in the next few weeks and months, one hopes that everyone will take some time to learn and reflect on how we got here in the first place. What lessons can we learn from this event? The pandemic has definitely exposed cracks in the human armor when it comes to things like greed, how we communicate, cooperation, and empathy. 
Is humanity able to fill these gaps and move forward as one prosperous global community? And what about the VR world? Can we all come together to help make learning powerful and engaging for everyone? Thanks everyone for listening to my solo provocation on how we sustain VR in the next year. Bye for now.